2: strawberries dipped in chocolate you've heard of
1: that's yeah i know about that i was about to say so
2: strawberries go with chocolate and Uh chocolate goes with peanut butter but you wouldn't think strawberries and peanut butter and you can't do strawberries and peanut butter that's disgusting Never in my life that's disgusting but what you can do is Mm -hmm. strawberry ice cream with reese's peanut butter cups in it because the strawberry is connected to the peanut butter via the chocolate and it's delicious Mm. Interesting. very good Mm. so this is this is this is that this is what i was telling you about the applesauce thing all right yeah yeah you, cinnamon and peanut butter you don't think cinnamon and peanut butter No. but you connect it via apples it, it sounds like you
3: are you're doing a f- remember when we did the introduction on how to start a grift like a couple weeks ago <laughs> it feels like you're just doing a food grift where it's like no one's ever done this before it's like it, probably someone has done this before but but you, know? so you don't you don't think about it you no one's about no it. one's eating about this right now. No one is eating about this. No one
2: no one is eating. I've been eating
3: this for years. I have been. And you have not been eating strawberry ice cream with Reese's peanut butter cups in it for years. You haven't. You simply bet. you simply have not. Bet. I don't. I I will. Yeah, I will bet. This my, is one of those things. My mom is to listening
2: the, to the cast right now, and she's like, "You're kidding me. Of course he has been." Yeah, no. Every time, every time I go to Dells Freeze. Did you go to Dells Freeze with us when we were in Melbourne? Mm,
3: no. Shout I out Dells. St-
2: I Del's mostly Freeze. stayed at your house. That's true. Shout out Dells Freeze. Every time I go to Dells Freeze when I'm in Melbourne, strawberry Reese's peanut butter cups. Every time I go to Cold okay. Stone, I get strawberry ice cream, Reese's peanut butter cups. One time for my birthday, Phoebe got me a pint of strawberry ice cream and a big old thing of Reese's peanut butter cups. In fact. I'm no stra- way! I'm strapped. I, I have right here. I have a no right now. I right after X's Phoebe ninety ends. Up. Right after X's okay. ninety ends, I'm I'm slapping these guys in.
3: Welcome to the Crunch, the only podcast that brings you the hottest tea on Nickelodeon's. Singer songwriter Miranda Cosgrove. It's your boy Ethan, <laughs>
2: and I'm Patrick.
3: What if that was our whole?
2: <laughs> Listen, there's two million podcasts in this big blue marble we call the Earth. There's got to be one about Miranda Cosgrove
3: exclusively.
2: Yeah, I'm sure there is.
3: Do you think Miranda Cosgrove has her own cast?
2: That's the real rule 34 of the internet. If it exists, Ooh. there's a podcast about it. <laughs> Sorry, is Wait, that can not we funny? say
3: rule 35?
2: Yeah, it's rule 35.
3: Who has Miranda caused? This is this okay, article. No one is published. gets
2: that joke anymore. It's, it's like, that was like what was the joke? The oh, rule, rule 34. Joke. Yeah. This
3: article was published 39 minutes ago. So I'm I'm, a, I'm literally about to give you the.
2: <laughs> wait a minute. You're about to scoop okay. someone.
3: I'm about to scoop someone. I'm going to read you two pieces of news. This is going to be a news heavy article or news heavy podcast. Okay, I didn't sure. know it was going to be. <laughs> this is going to be a news
2: heavy article.
3: News heavy these days. Let's see here. <clears throat> uh let's i want to know who i don't care who she was seeing in 2011 we all know she dated the guy from naked brothers band that doesn't
2: oh yeah
3: it's reported that the big time rush star james maslow and iCarly actress were together during their nickelodeon days Oh okay well that's that's again not what i'm this is just a list of people that miranda cosgrove might have been in a relationship with over the years <laughs> no this, I this got, is
2: not, you think you think this is a nothing you think this is nothing no, no, no. This is perfect for podcasting. Noah Centennial. It's... She's dating Noah Centennial? She... Old Nickelodeon meets new Nickelodeon,
3: huh? I have no idea. Here's here's another article from the Daily Dot two weeks ago. Yes, that is iCarly saying <laughs> on TikTok. <laughs> I'm going to bleep that out. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise me either, but... And now we all know Miranda Cosgrove's favorite curse word. What? I also like how they said, iCarly said this. No. You know?
2: It... The reason, the reason that the reason that um, that children's television shows don't have swear words on them is so that kids can think swearing is cool because no one's allowed to say it. You know, if if if, if children's yeah. TV shows had swears on them, they'd be kids would be like swearing is for boomers.
3: Can I, can I just comment about how you know how sometimes people will walk up to you and say the crunch. You know. Oh yeah, as like yeah. a, as like like a that's form of the, greeting.
2: They inter- yeah, that's a That's a thing that people do. That th- there's um there's. Two consequences of this podcast that I did not anticipate. One, um, people walking up to me and saying the word crunch. Two, yeah. wondering if the young priest behind the screen recognizes me because he listens to my podcast. Because,
3: yikes. I just gotta did I say, tell you about that? never mind. You did. I gotta say, for the people who are in popular shows like iCarly, it has to be like thirty thousand times worse that people will just walk up to you. You're Freddie Benson. You're walking down the street. Oh, look at me. Three, two, one. Kah, you know, I'm really cool. And then someone just goes, iCarly. And you got to be like, yeah. you know. I was it's on that. Like a, it was just a weird, a weird thing. But uh, anyway, big fan of Miranda Cosgrove on the podcast. If you're listening, and I fan, know that big, you are. Fan,
2: big fan of Miranda Cosgrove. If you're listening, and I know that you are. Um, thank you for uh, doing iCarly. If I, ever, if, if, if I ever saw you on the street, I'd walk up to you and say, um, School of Rock. That's what I'd <laughs> no, You don't get that one, I bet.
3: Was she in anything before School of Rock?
2: No, that, I think that was a breakout role.
3: A breakout role. Always mm-hmm. interesting. Did you know that Daniel Radcliffe of <laughs> Swiss Army Man fame... Uh, <laughs>
2: of, of, of Guns Akimbo fame...
3: <laughs> Of the lost city fame, this new That's my Sandra favorite. Movie. Have
2: you seen that picture of Daniel uh, Daniel Daniel, the, with Daniel with Radcliffe the and the two guns? And he's like,
3: "Yes, I tweeted a picture of that. That was like, it was really funny because <laughs> no one was talking about it. And I said, like, you know, Hagrid, you have to help me or something like that."
1: And, like, and, <laughs> oh, yeah, that and no was one, you. no one retweeted it. It
3: was like I thought it was really funny. <laughs> Hagrid, please. <you laughs> Hagrid, please. Me. what did you what was the i i did
2: something i I put it it has a spell and it backfired or something like that
3: yeah i don't even know i don't even know if it was related to the spell i think it was just something like i said
2: (laughs) leviosar did you just google miranda cosgrove because the first three things were the things that you mentioned
3: (laughs) i don't know what you're saying right now this is i don't know if
2: i I ever meet miranda cosgrove i'll walk up to her and be like despicable me too (laughs) (laughs) was she not in three uh, I she was in the first one. Um, she no, walk, yeah, walk up
3: her, to Miranda Cosgrove If anybody is listening, walk up to Miranda Cosgrove and go "Minions <laughs> Three: Rise and Grow," and see what she says. <laughs> oh, oh man, oh,
2: yeah, man. no. That she her break her breakout role was in two thousand and three. But
3: I bet she's made more from Despicable Me than she made in her entirety of the run as iCarly
2: She um she appeared in numerous television commercials for McDonald's and Mellow Yellow really yes and she'd be on a an the theater and her first television appearance was in 2001 she really she is the bo- discount
3: yeah. selena gomez Ooh, that's mean that's a bummer to like well to advertise for mellow yellow when a drink... when she
2: when she was seven yeah well, uh, i don't know my my friend nathaniel was in barney just like selena gomez was so oh really maybe he's the discount selena what's
1: gomez he to. what's he doing now
2: uh i don't know he's <laughs> pretty cool guy yeah well i believe it never mind i take that back he wasn't a cool guy
3: what uh what's going on in your life how are you
2: um i mean oh baby prep you know
3: like yeah prep for you're like you're like one of those guys on the navy boats that's like got the sticks and you're waving and you're kind of getting everybody clear off the runway so that you know oh sure yeah yeah, you know what I mean. Like these guys, I thought I made myself clear when I was. Yeah, doing yeah you this. did.
2: No, I was. I was picturing like a man on the side of a boat, like signaling to another boat.
3: No, no, the the guy with the because the, yeah, yeah, the yeah, planes an have to, yeah, an aircraft yes, Yeah, an aircraft carrier. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's like yeah. what it is.
2: So prepping for baby stuff, uh, reading a lot of books. Oh. To finish my, finish my. Uh, I'm in. I'm in two. My, my class, my course load is actually really nice this semester because it's two. It's two three thousand word essays instead of two. Uh, 6,000 word essays and so um, It's like half the half the essay work and also the the professors have been very like uh, They're they're not expecting a ton of research for these so I can just like cool cite some books that i've already read and just spout off my opinions you know nice they're like nice. you have to have it's, real it's academia i know because because I, <laughs> I haven't i haven't been in a class in a while where there's a minimum number of sources do you know what i mean mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. they're like you mm-hmm. have mm-hmm. to don't go don't even think about going beneath five sources and i'm like i can list 10 sources right now what do you want for me you know, I, have I got, you seen I this
3: brain one. have you seen this encyclopedia brown have you
2: seen this wrinkly wrinkly brain in my <laughs> head it's just it's folding over on itself. I got so many. It's a smart brain.
3: Have you seen this brain that I leave soaking in the tub every night to maintain wrinkles?
2: <laughs> but most most uh, most most normies have a, have a skin care routine. I got a brain care routine. Brain I'm constantly care routine. Moisturizing my brain.
3: Nobody's talking about the hinges in the back of Patrick's skull that he flips the top <laughs> of his head up and is able to remove his brain with. Um. Well, that's no, no, that's no, really no, exciting. Out, oh, no way. Go.
2: That's what. That, that's the door.
3: It must be nice if you ever get like hot up there. You just cool it yeah. cool down.
2: It's much like a laptop. You got to make sure that the, much the vents are.
3: <laughs> you must have a pretty powerful fan. I do working in there. I do. Why is Patrick whirring? What is going on? <laughs> um, what's what's the, what's T minus how many days until due date? No?
2: Well, we're 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 at thirty seven weeks, which is full term, and so uh, baby baby could be here in three weeks or tomorrow or i could get a phone call from my wife now <laughs> my,
3: my dream is that she starts giving birth during one of our shows and you have to leave and i just have to finish the show
2: just <laughs> you would you would just finish the show
3: i mean i can't come with you to the hospital <laughs> so come on
2: ethan we gotta finish the podcast
3: <laughs> no it's, it's <laughs> you're it's running all. and carrying your laptop and your microphone with you it's like i gotta get to the hospital <laughs> that's amazing yeah you're feeling uh, good overall like oh yeah i'm
2: super excited i'm tired of not having a baby Uh, yeah very very excited to to hold the little guy and 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 do little little tickles on tummy oh yeah yeah they love that right away (laughs) from what i know
3: about newborns is that they really like being disturbed
2: (laughs) (laughs) they like rhythmic motion so I'll, I'll, i'll do little i'll do little like circles on his tummy you know i'm excited to uh yeah my one of my buddies is like yeah you're not he's mostly just gonna be like a little a little lump that cries and poops for three months and then you're gonna then that's where the fun starts I'm like cool I'll just that's
3: as long as you're prepared
2: yeah I mean I'm not but <laughs> what books
3: what have you been reading any parenting books or like getting ready for the baby books has phoebe been reading any parenting books oh baby? yeah <laughs> okay oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> has has there been anything uh that she's really enjoyed because I know this is a very popular like mommy blog type thing for catholic women to share there sure, yeah. you know what i mean
2: yeah uh she's um yeah she's, she's been reading a lot of like birth stories which i think have been better oh. because it's like there's a lot of birth stories out there that are you know fabricated by a writer's room full of childless men and um mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. for like a tv show and you and you see uh, you see a lot of a lot of that, and and it kind of colors the idea of how birth works. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm going to get a phone call, and the baby's going to be like, you know, an arm's going to be sticking out when I get there, and we're going to have to <laughs> drive her to an ambulance to the hospital. She's going to give birth on the highway, and then credits yeah. roll. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's not. There's a lot of different things that can, and, but also like realistically, other things that could go wrong that you have sure. to prepare for. Like, hey, yeah, mm-hmm. you should be you should you might be in a situation where you have a super long uh, pre pre labor, and then you know, you go don't go into active labor until the next day, mm-hmm. um, but it's it's you know it, it, it's also likely you could just shoo, right in your house. <laughs> so uh, that's that's a thing. But yeah. they uh, they told we our plan. This is our plan. I'm ready. When when the contractions start, they told us ignore them until you can't anymore. That's what they told us. Ignore the contractions so you can't can't anymore. And so what we're gonna do is we're gonna go to Cracker Barrel because. <sighs> Because I want to tell my son that when we found out that he was coming, we went to Cracker Barrel because we were hungry. And I also want to do a bit where I tell the waiters, hey, can you tell the kitchen
3: to hurry up? She's in labor. <laughs> she's in labor. <laughs> she's having contractions right now.
2: She's having contractions right now. Like, oh she I need like, my cakes. She she uh <laughs> Bring me the little
3: peg game now. Now I need the, <laughs> she's she's the peg labor. game. I need
2: something. <laughs> that's
3: I need something really to take my mind off funny. of it. That's really great. For me. What I know of birth is the scene in Men in Black, where Will Smith has to help the tentacle lady give birth while Agent K is talking to some guy. Some, sure, you know, you know yeah. what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm prepared for, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, until I'm proven otherwise, and I, I anticipate you telling the whole story on the podcast in a couple of weeks, so that I can temper my expectations.
2: It's gonna be very exciting. I yes. so that, that's that's what Phoebe and I've been doing: been listening to birth stories. Uh, We have a doula, which is really helpful. It's helpful to have someone who's just there to accompany you on the journey, you know? Yeah. That's that
3: really cool stroller, right? Oh, that's a Duna. Sorry. (laughs) I don't know the name of the stroller. There's a stroller brand that my. My wife is always pointing out to me. She goes, look, they have the Duna because she nannied for a couple of years. And so they always had they had this nice stroller. She's like, that's the stroller that we're going to get one. day." Is it like you the know? Apple iPhone of strollers? It's, it's Yeah, it's like the like the the Lululemon of strollers. Oh, you that's know what a I mean? better one. Yeah. Yeah. It's like super, super high quality. So anytime anybody says Dula, I'm like, you mean that stroller? And then some people get it, but not that's everybody. funny. Neither those are those it. are connected yeah, yeah, yeah. they're kind of yeah it's pretty close
2: no we have a we have a stroller and it was more function over over uh over any kind of yeah yeah it was just, what? It, c- can it fold up and all of also my friends baby?
3: all of my friends have children and mm-hmm. so very often the topic of conversation amongst the men slash dads is what brand of stroller do you guys have oh yeah so i'm curious <laughs> because i have some context for this what brand of stroller do you go for
2: it's graco or something i don't
3: know what it's you called. went with the graco yeah interesting
2: is that like a is, it's a, it's a starter stroller you know it's <laughs> like...
3: <laughs> it's i knew you were gonna like that one that's funny this <laughs> is a, a starter stroller we got yeah. the uh well we we put that
2: one we put that one on our on our on our registry because we actually got the um we got the we got the car seat free like someone oh. had it and then just they were like we've been using this for about six months nothing wrong and i'm like cool Crazy to
3: me that car seats expire. That's a wild thing to me. I mean, it's not like it's a fruit. That—that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, what cha- what possibly could change about a car seat that they? It seems like. It seems like the American Heart Association paid off someone to make more plastic. Those are probably made out of seed oils. When you think
2: about they're it. probably made out of seed oils. I mean, it's the same thing with like the the. It's the same thing with like fire retardant fabric and it's like it's made by a company and then they they push it and then some state legislature is like yeah everything has to have this now that's why there's a gigantic tag on all of your furniture reminding you that california exists
3: is that what that is
2: there's a giant tag on most furniture that's stuff that says this meets california requirements for fire safety
3: that's crazy
2: yeah and it's like because some fire company fire like fire resistant fabric company was like this is great and we everyone should have it. it's also why you're not allowed to attempt it's also why you're not allowed to to tamper with the with the computer in your car it's against the law
3: all of that seems very complex for me yeah do you know what's not too complex for me pittsburgh news pittsburgh news roll the bumper. Police say a male victim was shot in both legs in an 11th floor apartment on Stanwyck Street. People that live inside there were stunned to hear the news. I can't recall like one single incident besides like an alarm going off or like, you know, like a dog.
4: Getting a potato chip bag stuck on its head. She reportedly suffered a broken arm and lacerations from the deployed airbag. Her parrot was fine. Angel told officials... Was her arbitrary?
3: I got three options. Uh, I would like you to pick. If I don't like your choice, I'm going to go with a different one, but... Um, we got three here. First one is. This is also how elections work, by the way. This, this is exactly. <laughs> First one is pickleball. Second one is uh, breaking and entering. Third one is the zoo.
2: I mean, it. Ooh. Jokes, <laughs> jokes on me! They're all the same story. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be really funny if they were. Someone broke into a zoo to play pickleball. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, how good is the zoo one?
3: The zoo one is it's it's interest it's funny because not because of the actual story but because of the, the details that are given. The funniest one because of the actual story and the way that it's written is the pickleball one. So I'll okay. let you decide.
2: Do you want to do? Do you want to do the pickle one?
3: Let's let's do pickleball and see. Because okay, I know at.
2: everyone's like, "Come on, breaking and entering. What happened? What's the breaking in?" And... No, we're not doing that.
3: We're not doing it. We're gonna save it. It's we're a not... short guy. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> pickleball. This is from 90.5 WESA, Pittsburgh's NPR news station, online at wesa.fm slash arts dash sports dash culture slash 2022 dash 03 dash 21 slash pickleball dash the dash game dash with dash a dash funny dash name dash is dash taking dash over dash Pittsburgh. And the title of the article is Pittsburgh, the game with a funny name is taking over Pittsburgh. Are you ready? Pickleball,
2: the game with the funny name. What did I say? You said Pittsburgh, the game with a funny name. Pittsburgh, the game with a guys, funny name. Guys, guys, everyone, everyone calm down. <laughs> Pittsburgh has taken over Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is taking over. Can you invade yourself? Yes, you can. And we did.
3: At Thomas Presbyterian Church in Washington County, 12 people dash around three courts. Heels bouncing, they rush to whack a small hold ball with soft square paddles. Four players chat on the sidelines, waiting for their turn to hop into the mix. This is the 3D Pickleball Group, one of the 13 pickleball clubs that use the church's gym each week. I don't believe that there are 13 distinct pickleball clubs. That is bizarre to me. Wait, Uh,
2: where is this Presbyterian Church?
3: This is in Washington County. Are you familiar Mm. with Washington County? Thomas Presbyterian Church? No. Um... There's a picture here. It says Lori Lawrence and her dad, Dick Lawrence, play at the Thomas Presbyterian Church in 84, Pennsylvania. Where is 84? Is that the name of a town?
2: I don't, I don't think
3: It's so. not a year because this is a current photograph. Anyway. Weird. Let's keep going. <clears throat> After an intense volley, one player dances across the court. I haven't skipped since I was 12. <laughs>
2: and you'll feel it tomorrow.
3: <laughs> well, I'm just curious what happened when you were 12 that just made you so sad. Aw, that is sad. That you haven't, I haven't... skipped? <laughs> like, that's just an, such an extreme... Anyway, at another <laughs> court, a match just ended. All, floor play- all four players walk up to the net and tap pals to say, good game. Sure. One of those players is Lori Lawrence. She's here with her 87-year-old dad, Dick Lawrence. After 40 years of playing, his, known by his other name, Richard Larry... After 40 years of playing golf and tennis, Dick gave up everything once he caught the pickleball bug. He recommended the sport to Lori after she was in a car accident. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Honey, I came as soon as I heard. <laughs> Have you ever tried pickleball? <laughs> I know your legs are smashed between the dash and your seat right now, but you got to try out. It's not in the hospital. Thing. He's at the scene. He was it's in the, the other car.
2: He was actually so excited. to Tell her about pickleball. <laughs> That he t boned her because she was driving away, and he was like, "No!" I tried to get you. To stop. I tried to get your attention. Why, Why did you hit weren't you listening, listening to me?
3: <laughs> Throwing paddle ball rackets out the window to try and get her to stop. Lauren, Lauren, <laughs> try pickleball. <laughs> uh, pickleball has been shown to improve physical and cognitive health, and it can be particularly beneficial for patients with dementia or Alzheimer's disease. Nothing really funny there. It's just true. Pickleball has gotten really popular in recent years, especially in Pittsburgh. Have you noticed this? Especially in Pittsburgh, extremely popular. I'm yeah, sure there's you're. A ton
2: of, there's a ton of pickleball leagues. In fact, all the children are playing pickleball right now. That's everyone. That's crazy. Everyone's trading pickleball cards.
3: Pickleball cards
2: on the, Pi- <laughs> on the playground.
3: Pickles are flying off the shelves. Uh, I don't know anything about pickles because I don't eat them. But I, I mean, the, everyone
2: everyone's it. trying to get the the coveted holographic version of 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 James, Dill, uh. Hoboken and he's he's everyone is everyone is trying
3: to get the everyone is trying to get the 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 what's the special Pokemon card that everyone wanted you know uh, yeah everyone wants the
2: giga Charizard no
3: no, everybody wants that (laughs) that Pelican that's on the cover of those jars you know they want that is that what his name is no that's a Pokemon (laughs) (laughs) no you mean you
2: mean uh you mean the the, Vlad the Pelican on the Vlasic
3: (laughs) yes that sounds about right (laughs) yeah Vlad the Vlasic Pelican, uh, he's he's trading in the thousands. He's an NFT. Pickleball has gotten really popular <laughs> in recent years, especially in Pittsburgh, according to the Sports and Fitness Industry Association's 2022 Top Line Participation Report. Jeez, pickleball is the fastest 50, growing someone, sport someone in America. Got
2: paid fifty thousand dollars a year to make that report. Probably. What am I doing?
3: Pickleballs—they're the fastest growing sport in America because pickleball is less physically demanding than other sports people sure. of all ages and abilities can participate so that seems to me to defeat the point of sports in the first place <laughs> is that you create something that's extremely physically demanding so that not everybody can no, no, do no no here's
2: it. What, here's what you do if you create something that is so not physically demanding that you actually have to get worse at it in order to be the best at it you have to be in such bad shape that you're sure. really really good no, i just invented esports
3: <laughs> i was going to say twitter but that's that's oh, pretty dang. funny yeah. too sorry <laughs> I'm I'm just sending that
2: one to John because he asked when he could come on the podcast and I (laughs) want (laughs) to.
3: Unlike the strenuous overhand serve of tennis, pickleball players serve underhand. Tennis was just really stressing you out about the serve. Additionally, pickleball requires less running. The courts are about one-fourth the size of a tennis court. Mm -hmm. Bob Unetic of Upper St. Clair is an ambassador for USA Pickleball, a certified referee and founder of the Pickleball School. He said that the sport is a great. It's just very. (laughs) Yes. He said that the sport is a great way for him to bond with his grandchildren. Here, I'm in my 70s. Here, I'm in my 70s. I'm playing a sport aggressively against 13 year olds. (laughs) (laughs) I get to whip these 13 year olds' ass every week.
2: (laughs) Sports. (laughs) The, the popularity of a certain sport depends on its, uh, depends on the on on yeah, how well the average like, boomer can play it.
3: <laughs> much like the American <laughs> government, pickleball <laughs> is successful because seven year olds can defeat anyone younger than them. Uh, I'm playing a sport. I am whipping the ass of thirteen year olds and fifteen year olds once With a, a soft week. Battle. Sometimes it doesn't say, it doesn't say that on the show. Yeah, I'm or sure. I'm sure. The Article. Sometimes they win, sometimes I win, Unatic said. I feel safe on the court. (laughs) Oh, it's so funny. I feel safe on the court, implying that this man feels safe nowhere else in his life. Yeah, yeah. They're having a great time. They're sort of astounded that I could beat them at a sport. What other sport could I do that in? This is the epitome of a boomer sport. It's just something that's designed that 70-year-olds can win at. Unitich first played the Oh, sport does it come with a participation
2: trophy too? That yeah was, yeah, you freaking. that was a boomer joke.
3: Well, Unitich first played the sport in 2013 when he bought a condominium, that tells you everything you need to know about this guy. Yeah. when he bought a condominium in Bonita Springs, Florida with his wife. They started playing pickleball six days a week and eventually began traveling the country to play in tournaments. Pickleball was invented in 1965 by two families vacationing on Bainbridge Island, Washington. Uh Looking for a way to entertain both kids and adults, again, an extremely boomer thing. They combined a variety of sports equipment, ping pong paddles, badminton net, and a wiffle ball to create a new game. Some say that this mix reminded the creators of pickleball boats made from rowers picked last in a competition. What? I don't even know what that means. Others say that the name came from the family's dog, Pickle. Which I find to be much more likely. That's
2: very believable. Yeah.
3: Yes. Um, good thing that they didn't have chip bags back in 1965. <laughs> Snowbirds like Unitich This helped is actually bring the where sport...
2: dill, this is actually where dill pickle flavored potato chips came from.
3: That is exactly.
2: It was after the dog's name, pickle, who got his head stuck
3: in. The they're table. they're bringing the sport to Pittsburgh during the COVID nineteen pandemic. The sport gained even more popularity. Uh, during ball... the pandemic, hold on. Yeah, which I don't I don't understand that. No, I think kind of... I think
2: it's just I think they're just using the, I think they're just using during the pandemic as in like the era that we live in is just the pandemic now. Like sure, this is where we sure. are until ten years from now. Yeah, we're yeah. just in the pandemic.
3: <clears throat> Pickleball courts helped Unitich and his wife feel connected to others while still staying safe. Staying safe. Typically, they'd be on the other side of the court, thirty feet away. We hit the ball back and forth. We wouldn't touch their paddle. We wouldn't even touch the ball with their hands, and we felt pretty safe. I see. Yes. So social distanced pickleball. Because nobody really has to touch the ball, per se.
2: I get it. Pickleball is your stand. It's like, yeah, it's tennis, but without the- Got it.
3: Yeah. This is, where it is about it. However, with the new interest in pickleball, players struggle to find open courts. Pittsburgh suburbs are trying to keep up with demand. You ever just <laughs> call the suburbs and demand a pickleball court? <laughs> <laughs> Honey, what's Please. the number for the, what's the, number for the suburbs? What's the, how do I get in contact with the suburbs? Uh, grant funding will go towards new pickleball courts and communities, including West deer and Peter's townships. Is that close to you? Is that anywhere near you? I
2: don't know. I don't know. Where the I gamma
3: pickleball classic will be held at the David L. Lawrence convention center this August.
2: Just wait until they find out about the Sigma pickleball classic. It's the, <laughs> it's, it's a pickleball tournament. That's so cool, but doesn't need you to know.
3: I only compete in the alpha pickleball classic. <laughs> it's just me and my dad. <laughs>
1: He's uh, seventy. I'm 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 eighty. He's though.
3: seventy and I'm thirteen. He whips my ass every week. <laughs> he gets me ball. every time. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a whole article that tells you how to find uh, pickleball if you're interested. Sure. In it. But I I think it's great that Pittsburgh families are getting out there and they are committing to I'm one another. Yeah, it's and awesome to, to the sport.
2: And they're playing pickleball. They're get they're getting out there. They're playing easy tennis. <laughs> and they're kicking children's butts. Finally. <laughs> it's
3: a, Finally, there's something. Those thirteen-year-old,
2: those thirteen-year-olds, they, 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 uh, they think they're so cool with their TikToks and their Wojaks. They think they're so slick, but until they get out there on the pickleball court, they can't bring it. That's what. That's the problem with this generation.
3: Finally, we've mentioned something that people in their 70s and 60s can actually succeed at. I mean, the yeah. economy, that's too hard. hard. <laughs> Real estate, business, they just couldn't. Politics, yeah. I mean, just it's bad. You know, like owning things. Like they just, they really have had it so rough for so long that I'm so glad that they finally got, they finally have their thing. They finally have something that they I like can that. The main takeaway, the
2: main takeaway of, of, of our, of pickleball is this sounds fun, but old people are too good at it for it. to be.
3: <laughs> <laughs> is, sounds really enjoyable, except for the fact that it was created to keep my generation from owning property. So I can't, I can't support it. Anyway, oh gosh. Ugh.
2: Colleges aren't seeing an increased demand for pickleball courts. Let's just put it that way. (laughs) (laughs) This is a suburb. I'm
3: going to take a sip of some water here. Oh, man. I only have 20 ounces left today to get to uh, a gallon. Wow. I'm drinking a gallon of water a day.
2: Where are you putting it? (laughs) (laughs) Where is it going?
3: (laughs) A lot of it doesn't stick around for very long. No, I'm sure. But you're like my you, pregnant
2: this, wife. She's trying to drink like a gallon a day.
3: <laughs> that's who I aspire to be. But you know that they say that you should drink an ounce of water per pound of body fat or like not body fat per pound of body weight Yeah. Uh, every day.
2: I've also heard the same thing about a gram of protein per pound of lean body mass every day.
3: So that is a bit hard. I don't even know how to calculate that, but I do know how much <laughs> I weigh. And I do know that I need to be drinking about a gallon.
2: They sure seem to say a lot of things. I don't. They,
3: yeah. Who are they? Who are they? How did they? How did they get that position?
2: How do they understand? How do they know? How do they? How do
3: they know this? How but anyway, I drank a lot of water yesterday, and I woke up this morning feeling extremely refreshed, and I didn't fall asleep during my morning holy hour like I normally do. So mm. all I'm saying is, I'm a hydro homie now. <laughs> <laughs> when
2: uh phoebe's phoebe's parents have have two distinct sets of glasses one is skinny and tall and one is short and round and Uh whenever she would bob and larry yeah whenever she would get me whenever she'd ask me to get her a glass of water i'd ask her do you want a bob or a larry do you really just know it's so funny that we were on the same wavelength (laughs) exactly and so i was like do you want a bob or a larry and it's depending on the depending if if you if uh if you have a if you have a high mineral content in the water you're definitely going to want a bob um but it, the lower the mineral content, the taller the glass, because then you have more uh, more diffusion of. Them. I'm just, what I'm, are you I'm, saying? I'm kidding? I'm kidding. I'm talking about. I'm a water sommelier.
3: Are you actually?
2: I am indeed. I, I'm a. I'm a, I, I'm a, I'm a man who, if you, if you need, if you want, need Aldi brand. <laughs> Aldi brand. I'm sorry. I'm doing. I'm doing a bit, but I'm not. I'm not quick enough to to commit to this bit. And part yeah. of it is that I, unironically, believe that I've found one of the best waters ever. Oh.
3: Aldi you brand like, sparkling water is so. You sound good. like a prospector in like 1865. Who like son, son some... Let me tell you this right now. Let me tell you yeah. this right now. If
2: you, if I you... found
3: the cleanest creek this side of the Mississippi, it's and I'm gonna bottle fi-
2: it. I'll give you a dollar fifty per acre. A dollar fifty. <laughs>
1: That's
3: Boy, Yeehaw. we are in the water business now. We're Put down. those cows out to pasture. We are gonna go bottle us. <laughs> shoot, some... shoot all of your oh, cattle. Shit. We're gonna
2: find. <laughs> listen to me. Listen to me. I love the me. idea. I understand. I understand. <laughs> I understand that you and I have never met. <laughs> It's better without the accent. <laughs> look, 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 You don't understand. You don't understand? I understand that you yeah. have a successful cow, a cow business you inherited from your father, and you love yeah. him dearly, and you want his <laughs> legacy to live on. You need to shoot all of them. Shoot
3: all of them.
2: And you need to come with me to Utah because <laughs> I found a spring of water. I, I it's love delicious. The idea. It's There's
3: delicious. This guy who, is so, who believes so strongly <laughs> that the water he's found is so pure that it's just the solution is whatever business you're doing now. Shoot everything. You've gotta. You're running a general store. Running just an kill orphanage. your employees. <laughs> just come, come with me, and we're gonna go. And I'm gonna make you so wealthy. Oh my gosh! <laughs> put him out to. In my mind, when I said put him out to pasture, I was just meaning like let him go. That's what that means. Graze. though. Yeah, but just just kill him. <laughs> just oh shoot boy. all your caps. Yes, this is the American dream. Is to be an an old timey prospector who
2: <laughs> just goes around. encouraging people to
3: just kill all their, their livestock kill all your livestock oh man oh boy well that's that's pretty good i don't know how where we can go from that um hey thank you for listening to this episode of the crunch sorry to interrupt what i'm sure is a stimulating intellectual conversation but i wanted to pause the episode real quick to let you hear from some of our sponsors we will be back right after this
2: I love my One of my favorite things about doing this podcast, after people walking up to me and just saying the word crunch, um, <clears throat> is when people on the Discord tell us, oh, also discord.gg slash whatever the code is, it's in the description. I know yeah. you've been hearing us say it every week. Why don't you just do it? Just click it. Just click it. You just gotta click it. Gotta click it. Uh, when, when someone on the Discord uh, tells us that... Um, they had to stay to like pull over or like they had yeah. to leave the library because they were laughing so hard while listening to our podcast. That's, that's so funny. That's the best.
3: I, I don't know why anybody listens to our podcast in the library because like – It's a bad idea. It's a bad Not because it's like, oh, we're so funny, you're automatically going to laugh. but like I mean, no, I that's don't, what I'm thinking. Well, Sorry. that's fine. What I'm saying is when I would listen to podcasts, I would do it like when I was in transit, you know? Yeah. Like when I'm sitting at the library, I probably have stuff to work on and I just can't really listen to a podcast and work on something at the same time.
2: Yeah, it depends know? on the thing. Yeah, it's if I really don't want to give it as much attention
3: as I should. <laughs> That's fair.
2: There was a there was a pro life thing in the news.
3: There um, was. I saw. I saw this. I remember seeing this.
2: Yeah. That that the um this this girl grabbed this girl is part of like a pro life action group grabbed uh, a box of uh, dead children from mm-hmm. asked if she could have the medical waste quote unquote mm-hmm. from the guy mm-hmm. and he was like sure yeah which doesn't sound like breaking into a, an abortion facility to me, but hey you know that's the no it's fun because you see all these like uh, these anarchist communist mm-hmm. types and they're mm-hmm. just like, how dare you disrespect property rights <laughs> <laughs> they get what like so mean, they get like they get so like uh, they get so not cool whenever you talk really? about like whenever you start like disrespecting a
3: someone someone said something really interesting I don't I don't remember if I saw this on Twitter or somewhere else but it was like if you go to a gathering of um like anarchists these days 100% you're gonna find more people like wearing masks who have been double vaccinated than anywhere else at any other gathering yeah. right which is just such an interesting like Hmm. It really no, makes be, you it, think. It's
2: because it's because there's it's because there, there's 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 an inherent hypocrisy in yes. in the liberal project, classical mm-hmm. liberalism in general, and then progressive nice. liberalism as well.
3: Nice, yes, into my veins. <laughs>
2: right there, right. There. Uh it's that one half of the country is promoting you know state statism when it comes to morality, but mm-hmm. individualism when it comes to economics, and then the other half of the country is doing the exact opposite. Is is preaching uh, individualism when it comes to morality and statism when it comes to economics. So you have like mm-hmm. these two groups, <laughs> both talking about how they care about freedom <laughs> for the individual, while simultaneously building a gigantic leviathan <laughs> of, a, of a state. And it's just, um, it's goofy. It's goofy is what it is. Yeah. But it, you see, you see the true colors, right? Because like this, this girl just so happens to be, um, she she calls herself a an anarchist. And she calls herself uh, gender queer, and she calls herself um, a progressive leftist, and she's also a feminist, and she's pro life, right? Whoa,
1: right? And, and you really then, got and me then
2: at so, the and there. so, then twist. so all of a twist the ending. all of the all of the people who tend to categorize themselves in those in those camps are like, oh yeah, out, Ow. <laughs> Owdy, like killer, you know, <laughs> like basically, yeah. And they're believing the most vile things, but anyway, she she was going to she was going to give them a burial right she, what she called a catholic burial which is true there's a ritual there's a rite in the in catholic funeral rites for the burial of an unbaptized child mm-hmm. and so she she gave them a burial and then but <clears throat> she found 5 out of the it was 115 aborted Whoa. fetuses i know it's awful Whoa. that's a that's 115 people that is um i don't know how to how to put that in perspective um
3: I think you can just imagine 150 people. 115
2: people. That's more than a couple of classrooms worth of children. Right. Um, so she, she buried 110 of them, but she found that 115— Sorry, she found that five of them, their bodies were pink. Mm. Um, babies don't come out pink. Right. So this means that they were outside of the womb and right. breathing. and yeah. you know.
3: And then they were killed.
2: And then they were killed. Yeah. And so that's a problem, right? Uh, even even legally. Uh, and so mm-hmm. she called. There's the a really cool police. word for
3: infanticide. It's called murder. Yeah, that's the that's mm-hmm. the name of the yeah. of that.
2: Yeah, 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 And it's it's kind of like a it's kind of like a, not a gray area at all. Um, no, even even no. if you're even if you're even if you're a, a pro choice uh, pro choice lackey, uh, mm-hmm. no, you, this this is pretty much. There I'm are some
3: philosophers out there who will try to convince you that it's okay to kill children up to like the age of two or something like that. Yeah, but, but like, those people are crazy,
2: and also most of them are dead. So who cares? Yeah.
3: <laughs> I, there's one guy in particular, but I can't remember oh. who he was. Yeah, that's um,
2: weird. That's like a yeah. weird thing. Like that's very yeah, clearly yeah. not true. But anyway, so this um this child is, is is these children were dead, and so she called the the district attorneys or something. She she gave an interview at the pillar about this and. Talked about how she, she was calling the authorities and talking to them, and they were arranged. They arranged the medical examiner's office was going to pick up the children and and do an do an autopsy to see if they were killed prior to or before coming out of the womb. Mm -hmm. Um, And in the meantime, a different federal agencies so this is the medical examiner's office of dc the fbi which is a different institution and then you you got to understand these institutions do not talk to each other because no. there's it's not like there's one homogenous state that knows everything at once we're investigating a group of people that were involved in rescue which is when you go into a an abortion facility and you help convince women to not do it which i think is awesome and a lot of the times you get arrested for it Um, it's a federal crime though so be careful oh no yes it is a federal crime to do that because you are technically obstructing uh whatever
3: a medical procedure. you're obstructing
2: a medical procedure it's like no you're helping you know
3: it makes sense though because it's like at what point where do you draw the line you know what i mean because it's like
2: like in between a portion and everything else yes (laughs) i see what
3: you're saying but i'm just i'm like i'm trying to play devil's advocate of like okay it should be illegal for someone to like run in when someone's doing heart surgery and like obstruct that.
2: Oh, definitely. But she's not running. You know? She's not obstructing
3: the actual procedure. Yeah, she's, she's just going, sitting yeah, in, yeah, she's yeah,
2: sitting yeah. in the waiting room and saying, Hey, right. don't do this. And they're like, the reason Once someone
3: I'm- is being operated on, I'm all about it. But up sure. until that point. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And it's, it's like, you're, you're helping her have options. Like, right. Like one story she talked, don't about- get
3: LASIK. That's a federal crime. Like, yeah. no, it's, it's not, it's not, anyway, it's not. continue.
2: It's, uh, it's, she told one really amazing story where she helped a woman pay $4,000 of back rent so that she wouldn't become homeless. Whoa. And because that, that's why she was getting the abortion, be, not because she, not because it would help her keep her house, but because she knew she was going to be homeless. And so right. she was trying to get rid of the baby before mm-hmm. homelessness. Um, yeah, there was also an, an awful story about how, a, Never mind, I'm not gonna tell that story. It's too gruesome, but,
3: you can read the article on the Pillar podcast. Yes. Read the article on the Pillar. It's very good. Pillarcatholic.com. Have you read it? No, I haven't okay.
2: read it. It's very good. Yes. But anyway, so the at uh, the meantime, the feds are, are going to go arrest her for doing something that's ostensibly fine. Right. And so the fed, yeah, the feds coming, she got word that the feds were coming to arrest her. And they were like, cool, we're just going to go to the house and we're going to turn ourselves in because we don't want them to like break down the doors and, and raid us. You know, so we're just going right. to go turn ourselves right. in. Right. And she shows up at the house, and they're already searching the house. Oof. And so they find the remains, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right, that she was told by the medical examiner's office in D.C. to keep at her house. Yeah. And no one was in the house. She was yes. staying somewhere else because that that's remains, and that's like, you know, it's weird to live where those remains. But obviously this, this, this situation... Um, FBI raids pro-life person's house And found fetal remains And of course everyone in the Catholic world Is like trying to distance Not everyone I don't don't want to speak with generalization A bunch of people are like Oh this is awful She doesn't represent the pro-life I just
3: Sorry This is I don't want to interrupt you But just like Aren't we at the point Where we can probably like Look at a headline and be like Yeah there's probably more to that Than what the headline says Like it There's so Hunter Biden laptop Ended up being real Nobody's talking about that, but that's real. (laughs) And like, so we just, I I feel like we should be trained as a nation to be able to look at something and be like, that probably isn't true. There's probably nuance here. There's probably some nuance here. But people really were just, especially like the pro-life people. Like I see that as someone who is staunchly pro-life and I see it. I'm like, that probably doesn't make sense. Based on all the pro-life people I know, they probably would not just be storing fetuses in their house for no good reason. Like there probably is something else going on here. But were people really just like, oh, this is not, this doesn't represent the pro life? Like we were just so knee jerky about that. Kind yeah, of stuff. she she said it that's in her. Crazy. She said it.
2: She said it in her article, and I, I remember I remember seeing a bunch of people. A couple, so like the news story broke, and someone was someone tweeted it. They were like, this person is being arrested, probably in in linked linked, probably linked to a um a rescue that happened a couple of years ago. And I was like, oh, that's mm-hmm. hard. And then she got out, and um then all of a, stu- all of a sudden stuff came out. <clears throat> where i saw tweets that were like oh my gosh like they found fetal remains in her house and i was like okay that's strange and yeah. a bunch of people were like oh this is weird like what was she mm-hmm. doing and a bunch mm-hmm. of catholic news organizations i i saw a few i don't remember the name so i'm not gonna i'm not gonna make this to be something that it's not but <clears throat> In her in her interview, she talked about how people she she said people that I that I trusted and thought were my friends and thought knew me better were just like throw me under the bus and like tell me everything or I'm gonna expose you like that sort of thing, and it's just as we go into Holy Week here, can we like <laughs> examine ourselves a little bit? Like, oh yeah, I mean, how? And I don't I don't know how I would have reacted in the situation, but like,
3: mm-hmm.
2: how can we like talk a big game about how Catholics are? Um, Catholics are countercultural. We're we're against the grain, you know. We're we're like we're like the we're like the new martyrs in in Rome, and then like side with the government all the time. Yeah, side with the like oh yeah, the FBI making an arrest. That's probably a good thing. They probably <laughs> that was probably a good thing they did. They they would never act with him. They would never act with ulterior motives. That's impossible. It's a federal institution. Our government's great.
3: Haven't you seen all the wars that they've done? Yeah. All of them. Spick and span. Spick and span. Top of the line. Top
2: of the line. The Our wars are the best wars, frankly.
3: We've You we know have, it. I know it. We are better at losing at wars than any other first world <laughs> nation. I've stopped doing the voice because everyone Except knows. Except for France.
2: <laughs> I've stopped doing the voice because everyone knows when you're imitating Trump.
3: I know. That's no, true. No. All you have to do is stretch out your words and you don't even have to do the voice. <laughs> frankly. <laughs> That's <all> pretty good, <laughs> thank you. I like that, just as a micro impression, frankly. um But I I agree with you. I think, man, when you talk about the martyrs in Rome, there were a lot of them for sure. But like, how many Christians were there that were not martyred and sided with the Roman government? Probably a lot. Probably, and probably a lot. Well, we Which don't. Isn't that doesn't mean that they weren't like holy, you know, it just means that they made a decision at a moment in time where they were scared Yes, and they chose the thing that would keep them alive and they could have had any, no- like, we can't assume the reasons we can't just assume like, oh, they, they were pagans secretly and they just wanted to go back to the safety of pay Like they could have been just honest Christians who really like thought that if, okay, I, if I give myself up, then I would die. And like, there'd be no one there to protect my family. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I I can't like, I love the doing that, but I just can't do it. Cause I don't think this is what God has asked me to do. And whether or not it is actually what God was asking me, to do, you can see how someone would make that decision. But anyway, so there's lots of Christians now who like everybody thinks, and this is probably like a cultural thing because all we're shown every day in the media is exceptional people doing exceptional things. Yes. And so we're trained to believe that like you and I are actually exceptional and that our problems and our successes are just totally different than everybody else's because mm-hmm. we're so freaking powerful queens <laughs> um, that can do anything. We're yassifying
2: we're, ourselves.
3: We're, we've been yassified. And this is how every Christian sees themselves. Like, it's not actually in a place of, like, humility and, uh, like, trust and just a diligence to do what the Lord has placed in front of you. It's like, no, I'm... It's me. It's I'm, I'm doing it right. And, and it's so easy to, I know a lot of focused missionaries that have done this. I know a lot of youth ministers that have done this. Like when you're in active ministry, it's so easy to like create this image around yourself where like you become the martyr, you become the saint, you become the Christ figure. And like, it's so close to what we actually have to do, which is be Christ in all situations. But it's like actually at the same time, so far away from what Mm -hmm. we're supposed to do. Because it's so narcissistic, oh, you know, it's super, and yeah. it's, and it's just not true. Like at no point I'm looking at a picture of John Paul II I have it right above my podcasting desk. At no point was he like, I am countercultural. I am living like the Roman, like he wasn't doing that, you know, but he was the guy who was doing it the most he out was of anybody. He was just telling people to go sleep. Yeah, you must go sleep. <laughs> just I can just imagine him like being like pleased that there's all these people outside of his window, but at the same time he's just like so pissed because he's like I am on a tight schedule. The Soviets are going to kill me. Can you please let me go to bed so that I can save your country from communism? And he's just you must go sleep. <laughs> anyway, I love it. Yeah. Sorry. When your dad you get tells what I'm you you to go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you
2: must go sleep. Yesterday You're in class, doctor, yesterday at <laughs> class, I brought up Twitter twice and afterwards Dr. Alex Jones, sorry, Dr. A, Dr. Andrew Jones was like uh, <laughs> Dr. Alex Dr. Jones. <laughs> Dr. Andrew Jones was like, uh, get off the internet. And I was like, okay, I'll just I'll do it. <laughs>
3: Just this my school dad is upset with my me. My school dad's upset with me. I'm sorry.
2: He told me to get off the internet because I brought up Rod Dreher. a couple up too many times. <laughs> uh,
3: no one brings up Rod Dreher in casual conversation who isn't way too online. Oh, my gosh. Know. It's so true. Anyway, carry um, on.
2: But, no, you, the the active and contemplative brings up something that I've been thinking about a lot. Because oh, yeah. um, Dr. Dr. Jones and I in our class yesterday were talking about this. Because he was talking about the, um, the post-liberal movement and what it looks like. And, Mm -hmm, mm um, one of my classmates asked him, he was like, on one hand, you have the, um, you have the, the Vermeulean, Saurabh Amari people that are like, we have to change the culture from the inside. Like we have to run for Congress and like promote integralism, you know, like J.D. Vance is an integralist and he's going to run for Senate. You know? J.D.
3: JD Vance is a is a liberal.
2: Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I I I I vigorously nodded on this on this audio podcast. Yes. Uh but
3: yeah. Anybody can fight me on that. Tell JD Vance, listen to this podcast. JD Vance, if you're listening to this, read Patrick Deneen and realize that you are not doing anybody any favors on I, the right.
2: I think I think he, he may be coming around because he's doing a conference with Deneen at oh, really? Franciscan. Oh yeah.
3: No, when he's in in October. Oh, can I come to that? I mean, I would sure, love to see, but to, I would love to see Patrick denine just be like, "You are everything that is not correct." I don't, I don't Dineen. know, man. Rebellion. Why
2: liberalism failed came out a long time ago. I just
3: it came out in, like twenty fifteen. I oh, get yeah, you're right. sorry yeah, twenty fifteen. Yeah, how
2: quaint, right? <laughs> yeah, back. <laughs>
3: Come on, back man. When, There's back, so when, much is- back when gas was a buck seventy-five.
2: <laughs> I understand. I understand. I understand talking about twenty fifteen like it was a decade ago is goofy, but like it's almost a decade ago, it's and so much ago, has happened.
3: You can. It's it was SpongeGar was the number one thing that people were posting about.
2: You know, I remember people, it. people people were like, "Ho oh, Harambe, that's a funny meme, huh?" <laughs> and it's just like he won. He won ten percent of the vote. You know, like <laughs> that's not true
3: but oh dear sorry for i anyway carry on so
2: so yeah like what anyway there's there's the vermulian like we got to change we got to change the the system from the inside like we got to go in and and then there's the he he mentioned there's like that there's that end of of anti-liberalism these other there's this other end where it's like where it's no we have to go find our own communities Mm -hmm. and we have to do this in our families yes. and we have to do this together. Yeah. And Dr. Jones compared that to the, um, the active and the contemplative life. Mm. Hmm. And I think he mentioned something interesting where we, when we ta- when we've talked, when we've talked about the Benedict option in the past, we're like, Oh, it's like, Oh, it's like moving around of the world. And it's, but it's not, it, it's, it's a, it's a fundamentally political act to say, I'm going to form a society Yes, at a human level. <clears throat> but anyway, any
3: any formation or participation in society is political, and it has yes. ramifications on the political level. Whether or not you agree with this, because Patrick,
2: we live in a society. We live in a society, and okay. we always will, and you can't escape it. But and yeah. and so there's there's this there's this um, there's this uh, in the soul of the apostle. is like you can't you can't have an active life mm-hmm. without an interior life. You can't have an active yes. life without a contemplative life. And yes. so this changing the world from the top level is like uh-huh. super active, active life. And then yeah. this changing the world in yourself and in your family and in your local community is like kind of like a a, a, a less it's more of a contemplative side of the active life. I mean, they're both active and they're both motivated by, by the prayer that you do. Mm-hmm. But um, I think what we jump to is you have this like matrix, right? Where it's like this, the, you're moving from a, a very interior to a less interior, more exterior to a, to an exclusively exterior. You can't be exclusively exterior unless you have both of those other two things. Mm-hmm. You can't mm-hmm. you can't go be the pro-life senator unless you have a personally pro-life life and mm-hmm. an interior life rooted in prayer. You can't yes. be the you can't be <clears throat> the 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 super evangelist flying to Steubenville conferences and evangelizing unless you evangelize every day in ways that no one's ever going to notice and Mm -hmm. pray. Like you can't, you can't do those things. You can't. This is
3: why JP two is the ultimate model because like he did it. He was the most active Pope of all time in all of history, flew to more countries, spoke in front of more people. He's potentially the most seen person in the history of the world. Like most, most people have just seen him out of anybody else. Mm -hmm. Right. Not through like television or like it, like actually being there with him. But, Everything you read about him, everything you read in his writings, like you know that he was so totally engulfed in his interior life and was just living it in his personal, just like with his aides and with the guards and with his family and his old friends from Poland. And like he was so integrated. And like, I don't know, we try to take just parts of it. You know, it's like, Mm -hmm. I would like the part where he's friends with the the guards and I just, I will be, I will invite my friends at work to church, but I'm not going to pray and I'm not going to like try to do anything more than that, you know, or I want to be on stage, but I don't really want to like be nice to my Uber driver, you know, and tell him why I'm actually in town, you know, and like, I'm going to pray, but I could never, I could never talk to a stranger, you know, like. You can't you have to have all three to be like a fully to be fully Christ like because mm. he had all three.
2: Yeah, and so like with the with the changing the changing the the, the whole changing the world thing, right? <laughs> mm-hmm, if you wanna mm-hmm. I, I think I think this is my this is my problem. Here we go. This is this is one of the reasons why the the Vermulian super online post liberal people have kind of bugged me for a while. It's mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. it seems like they're just trying to win a polemical argument they're they just are. trying to win they're just trying to win they're trying to gain ground in the city of man but that's that's only good if it if that's only that's only going to that's only going to work if you have a community and a prayer life and I, it only works
3: if the city of man lasts for all eternity which
2: which it doesn't it, spoiler it does but not. it it's also you're also going to find that even if you have a confederacy of you know not that kind of confederacy even if you have a a confederacy a a group of of confreres i'll put it that way where you're all you're all writing blog posts together and you're all like you're all doing podcasts together it doesn't matter because you're eventually going to feel alone and you're not going to have a community to fall back on because it's just you against the world and that's not how this works yeah liberalism is. that's how like
3: i'm pretty sure that's how the the spanish fascist movement began was just a yeah. bunch of dudes podcasting <laughs> in in Catalina. Sure. I really have no I don't understand at all the history of that conflict, but that's about what it's Someone in like Spain's to gonna be like, these jerks uh, Spanish, what does he know about Spanish? You have but, no idea what you're talking about. But I
2: think this is this is why this is why the story of uh this is why Lauren's story was so impactful for me. mm mm-hmm. Because it's clear that she has an interior life. Based mm. on the way she talked in the in the Pillar podcast. Amazing. It's very clear that she she lives a life that is incredibly consistent. She's constantly doing stuff that no one would ever see her do. No one would ever know publicly. Like some people may like the one people that are closer may have seen her drive a person to a homeless shelter or seen her help a person get four thousand dollars in back rent paid. These stories are are, are knowable by people that are closer but that prepares you for what happens when you have to live your faith publicly mm-hmm. and she can stand up to scrutiny. Like Twitter, Twitter can go, you know, you can go put something in it. Something for all I care. It, Whoa. It's <laughs> I know. Right. Catholic podcast. <laughs> it, it, people, people, on... I
3: did say ass like five times on this show. So maybe That's we'll fair. just mark it explicit and move on.
2: Yeah. Um, People, people are going to misunderstand, um, people are going to misunderstand her actions on Twitter all day, but it's like, if you actually want to scrutinize her, you're not going to be able to. Right. And that's, and then if you want to scrutinize similarly, like if you, if you live, um, if you live a contemplative active life that in between space where you try to go do a bunch of things to be like, to be a feel good, feel good, good person, you know, um, that's not going to stand up to that's not going to stand up to trial either because it's not rooted in prayer right and uh anyway that's my opinion we should all pray um yes
3: (laughs) hard to disagree with you um if you want to change the world pray
2: yes and i'm not just being fluffy and happy i i honestly believe that
3: it's the only it's the only way to do anything um I think I I stand by my statement earlier. I think there's there's too many Christians who think that they're the main character <laughs> who, yeah. who just like, you know, I I am a saint because X or I am a I am so Christ like because of Y or you know, like they just they're not grounded in any sort of reality. Like there's no there's no humility in these things. And I mean I do it all the time, right? Like I'm so entitled Just generally, like, I really think that either one, like, all of my problems are someone else's fault, or two, everyone else's problems are my responsibility to solve. Like, those are the two places that I live in all the time, right? Um, Just based on, you know, kind of the situation I'm in. And that's just, like, so selfish of me. And that's, that. if you just think about, like, modern American discourse, even from faithful Christians, it's like, well, the woke mob... X, right, and it's like okay, Immediately so you're
2: disqualified from
3: right. So you're you're <laughs> playing you're a victim. You're doing a victim mentality, right? And it's like, well, all these people who always have a victim mentality, it's like okay, now you're still actually you still have a victim mentality. Like you're still playing the victim yes. by blaming other people who play the victim for your problems, right? That in and of itself is a victim mentality. Um, Or it's like these Christians who are just if we just could tell people like if we could just grab them by their shoulders and like. If we could just tell them the truth of the, of the traditional Latin mass and they could come and they could experience like the beauty of tradition, always with a capital T, the beauty of tradition, then like, then they would know, then they would learn to, to put away all their things. It's like, you can't actually solve everyone else's problems just by introducing the thing that helped you. You know, that's, just not, that's also not our role. People don't think about this. They think about, this is the last thing I'll say, cause I know we have to do dating corner, but Jesus was <sighs> Jesus was so disinterested in results, like phenomenally disinterested in results. Go to the towns, preach the gospel. If they reject you, just move on. Doesn't matter.
1: Just move you know? on. Just move on. What are they deal with, the, what are they dealing what with this Tyre
2: and Sidon? What's I'm the just, deal with Bethsaida? Have, what's the deal with children calling back to each other in the marketplace? We sang a dirge and you did not mourn. <laughs> Sorry, that's
3: you look at the sky. You see it's red. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um,
0: the you uh, stupid
3: Galatians. <laughs> I was saying something really. Important I'm so sorry. What it was. No, it's fine. It, the Seinfeld impressions are are terrible, terrible Seinfeld impressions are always <laughs> really important to do on the show. Uh, so Jesus was uninterested in results. Does, doesn't care how many people he, it's the, the parable of the lost sheep, right? How much more rejoicing is there over the one who repents over 99, who had no need of repentance, right? Like he doesn't care about numbers right? he doesn't care about all the people. He, his only metric of success is, am I living in the father's will, right? Am I living in the father's will in this present moment? May this cup pass for me, but your will, not my own will. Even the moment of the most extreme suffering, Jesus was not just like enduring the cross so that when it was done, he could be resurrected, right? Like, he wasn't up there looking at his watch being like, I get three o'clock better come soon so that I can come back from the dead. You know, like he was, yeah. he was in it for every moment. At the same time, he could have like gone straight to, to Pilate. He could have gone straight to Caiaphas. You could have gone straight to all the decision makers of the region and just like done a God thing, you know, like multiplied the loaves, interpreted the scriptures in a way that, they, that what he knew would open their hearts. Like, and he just didn't do that. You know, he didn't take the 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 top down Vermilion run for Senate approach. You know, he could have been a kick ass Pharisee. He would have been awesome. He would have he would have known the law backwards and forwards better than any of them, mm-hmm. and he would have could have inspired them all to listen to him and could have worked at that. He didn't do that. He just lived in the present moment. And that's the where perfection was. And I think a lot of Christians are just are grasping. It's like, oh, we got to convert Caesar. We got to convert Pilate. We got to convert, you know, these people. If we just converted this, if we just converted Nicodemus, it's like Jesus had the opportunity to convert Nicodemus. Nicodemus rejected him. And then it wasn't until after his death that Nicodemus came back around. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty powerful thing. So anyway, those are all kind of connected to what we were talking about. Those are all the things that I've been thinking about. But
0: Yeah, uh,
2: it's... It's hard I get it cuz you 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 want to live you want to live in Christendom man I understand you want to live when everyone yes. was catholic and when saint francis the was walking days around days
3: of dysentery and
2: guys you know. I I really if you want to live through Christendom you got to live through the plague and the great schism and you got to live through the hundred years war. Man, that went on for a hundred years.
3: <laughs> years. That's a long time. There are
2: generations there were generations back then who only knew war between England and France.
3: You know what I mean? It's been forty five days since Russia invaded Ukraine. I'm like, can we wrap this up? Come on, like, let's guys. let's get it done, you know?
2: Yeah, no, it's it's like it's like you gotta um you gotta understand, like there's there's trials in every in every in every time period and like it you can you can be an integralist all you want, but like until you integrate your own self it's not going to do nothing until you until you integrate the temporal and spiritual power of your friggin' heart so you're not going to find any integralism Whoa. outside of outside of yourself
3: what if the real integralism was the friends we made along the way
2: <laughs> that's my unironic opinion that's my unironic opinion if you think it's a that, good opinion yeah thank you
3: Dr. Ethan Stadium Corner? Yes? No. Yep. You have one? Oh, I, I know it hurts. It hurts. I'm sorry. Not, on your I I I, I... You came to the right place, you ding-dong. It's called communication, baby. <laughs>
2: uh, welcome to Doctor to the Dating Quarter, sponsored by us. Uh, this one comes from Chris <laughs> of now not Sponsored ordered.
3: by Miranda Cosgrove's agent.
2: <laughs> sponsored by Miranda Cosgrove and the guy from Naked Brothers Band. Uh, so... I'm applying to be a missionary and I got invited to an interview weekend. Uh, but there's nice. this girl, actually no, oh. she's a full-blown woman who I'm interested in. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we just met by chance. I'm not saying we are destined to be married, but uh, that would be too big a lot of, of red a That so be too far. big of a coincidence. I want to choose Jesus, but there could be something here. I feel like I'm choosing between missionary life and a possible date. Help. You asked for details, so buckle down.
3: <laughs> buckle down?
2: Male christopher 23 i like this curl let's call her uh
3: veronica okay oh
2: we're going with veronica because he gave her a v a v name he said let's call her v but she actually V for vendetta but she actually is a woman uh she's a year older than me maybe 24 anyway this woman natalie portman we've become really good friends over the last several months we initially met through a mutual friend she's Ah. helped me grow a lot in my faith just by spending time with me the way she looks at life and talks about everything, her faith is intertwined in her life. I can see how it's wow. really important to her. Look, you don't got to sell me, man. I'm sold. Yeah, she seems You I'm guys married, seem great,
3: actually. So please don't, please don't pitch this woman to me. Yeah, please don't, please Ethan. don't pitch me this woman. Thank you. Patrick's I am not going to catch her. Yeah, yeah.
2: He, she can date her. I'm she can date him. Her. I don't know.
1: <laughs>
3: Pitcher hardly know her. If All she right, if continue. she's in
2: the younger men, she can date my son. Um, <laughs> You gotta wait a bit, but uh, now that I've joined a running club that she used to run in, uh, she stopped for personal reasons. Uh, (laughs) Her (laughs) shoes (laughs) were untied. And then shortly after,
3: (laughs) her legs fell off. She can't. She can't go anymore. Her dad
2: really wanted to tell her about pickleball. (laughs) She (laughs) did. Yes. She got into a car accident. Um, I hope that's not what happened. But anyway, and shortly after, I went. Her dad's a
3: prospector who found a clear spring and shot both of her legs.
1: Street. <laughs> on stanwick street <laughs> oh,
2: oh man she, she got her feet stuck in a chip bag um <laughs> <laughs> oh man i hope people aren't listening to these podcasts out of order <laughs> that, i hope people aren't listening
3: to this podcast. podcast in general um this guy provided too much detail but i love it continue so
2: he went to the running club and then she he was talking to, to natalie portman and expressed i just want god to come in and slap me in the face with what he wants me to do because i want to do what he wants me to do and she goes well god's not going to do that um yeah yeah, yeah. I've, I've had these conversations before i i've i've yeah i went to game. um i've been trying to keep her cool head because she's amazing yeah, it uh, seems like you got
3: a really cool head about this whole typical
2: thing. typical reaction to someone you like i know and she is different, also typical but true. She's involved in RCIA as a sponsor for someone. I think it's awesome. She's doing this thing. But, okay, great. Oh, uh, here we go. Over the last week, she's also felt less of a desire to go back to Honduras, where she's from, oh. I guess. And Detail. she explained to me that she felt like she was running away because that missionary work has a structure she can follow and a structure means comfort. Whoa. Oh, I think she's a missionary in Honduras. I didn't catch that part. Oh, yeah, sorry. She's considering leaving. So an her... American
3: woman who is. Yeah. She's considering
2: okay. leaving her current job uh, to go into ministry to serve as a missionary, where she was on a mission trip before. And Got she's it. like, okay. I feel like I'm yes. running away because missionary life has a structure. <laughs> sure. It's... Yeah, I bet. I bet it does. Yeah. I don't think it does. <laughs> um, over the last week, she felt a lack of a, a less of a desire to go back. Um, mm-hmm. On top of that, something else seems to be holding her here. A few weeks ago, another friend, let's call him Jacob, shared with me a story about a man in the flood. You've all heard the story. He's like, I'm waiting for God to save me. The boat thing.
3: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I sent this, the thing. I sent, you, I sent you a thing. I Why sent you two Jesus? boats and a helicopter. All right. What um, more do you want? Okay. Man of the flight.
2: The way, the way Jacob phrases was, don't die too soon and get to heaven and tell God that he didn't give you a life. <laughs> the moral of the story was that Jacob was getting at was, don't be so caught up in what lies ahead that you miss what's in front of you. Nice. Um. Dude, there could be something here with your relationship this, with this girl, but you're looking at the missionary organization as if this is it. Like your life doesn't start when you get to this missionary group. Your life is now. Um, great. Good good advice. Um, and just recently that hit me harder. After hearing uh, Natalie Portman talk about running away, I felt like I was running away because if I have to be honest, I want to run away. So the other day she told me how interesting – it was interesting. God brings people together that are on the same point in their journey to help each other. And she feels like this is what he did with her and I, she likes you. Just, she does. She Just ask her out, man.
3: It's crazy. The things that people who aren't married say to each other, That's super can weird. I just, that I, we probably used to talk like that. You know, it's like crazy how God puts, it's just like, just, just make out, just, just kiss, kiss each other and just start kiss. dating. It's fine. You don't need to. Oh my goodness. Anyway. Is that the rest? Is that is a no, <laughs> Okay.
2: <laughs> um, I, I, w- I wanted this missionary. I wanted to be a missionary. When I met a missionary at C22, uh, I felt on fire for it. I loved the mission. I got the phone call. I booked my flight. I was so sick of feeling restricted to my faith because of my current job. And I wanted to get through it so I could be a missionary. And I just want to run away and disappear, be on my own with Jesus. But the truth is that man was not meant to be alone. Nice. Hence the missionary program with a community, etc. At the same time, the dating fast I was told to read said, tell God your desires. He wants to hear from you. Um, And that's something that she told me not too long ago. So coming back to my friend Jacob, what is it? What's in front of me that I could be missing? Could it be this girl? I don't know. Meanwhile, this missionary program has a dating fast for first year missionaries so they can fully commit to the project that they serve. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't remember if uh, why
3: is he saying focus? He knows I was a focus missionary. No, it's not. He said it's not focus, but then later he said, yeah. Then later he called it the
2: culture project, and I, I think I don't think he wants us to say that on the podcast.
3: Oh well.
2: I don't remember if if, uh, if she knows about the dating fast, but she knows that I have an interview with them. Uh, I also haven't asked her out yet. Trying not to get into a weird situation of dating and then shipped off to training and placement. But also, I don't know. Could do more harm than good. I don't know. I'll be finishing my self-planned dating fast just before this interview weekend begins. At some point, I need to clarify the relationship. I'm sure she knows I like her. Yeah. She doesn't. Um, I'm pretty sure she likes me too. She does. she does. All in all, I really desire peace and I'll leave it at that actually i lied sorry i think what <laughs> i think what comes what it comes down to is taking that step to define the relationship we have i'll probably ask her out that way i'll know after all the worst thing she could say is no um we great. gotta start
3: putting a word limit on these yeah. submissions like yes we need detail but we don't need we don't need all be of nice that. to me
2: listen to the podcast thanks christopher for for yeah ask her out man
1: oh God! You, no,
2: you're so right it is crazy what single people say yeah it's crazy with single people who like are like. Yeah, we're we're good friends. You guys are not friends,
3: all right. You guys are not friends. You either, guys like either, each other. If you
2: said to another person, let, let's not a say woman. that. Let's a imagine woman. a married man saying to yes. another woman. Doesn't matter if she's married or not. It's crazy how like God put us in 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 our in each other's lives. Like that man would That'd be, be like out you of line? Trying,
3: <laughs> you were trying to begin an extramarital affair with me today. That's <laughs> two what you were doing. On, on, <laughs> on you were April fifth, April sixth, two thousand
2: and twenty-two. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez anyway so yeah uh this is if, you're talking the dating to, fast, if you're talking to someone like that um date them or you're being imprudent i don't know <laughs> yes
3: the dating fast discourse the dfd as i like to call it <laughs> is so tedious
2: it's awful i there is it's doing more harm than good i mean there
3: there is a person that i know who i will not name who recently like proposed to his girlfriend And she accepted while she was on the dating fast for a missionary organization. I won't say which, but it's like a secret, you know, and like you can't say who it is or whatever. Um, But it's like, and I honestly think that's the right move. Like, I'm sorry if anybody from Focus is listening to this, but like you can't get in the way of people's vocations. Like you can't, it's just not, that's not your job. It's not your place. And, and the surprising thing is every first year missionary is Pseudo dating someone if they would like to be, you know, like no one is all they're doing is just doing it at night, you know, instead of during the daytime. Like, there's you're not stopping anybody from anything. Worst case, it like makes people break up. Like, what it should be is, you know, hey, if you're dating someone, like, have a conversation about it. Anyway, I just sorry, I'm not talking to the what this guy, Christopher, if you're listening to this, and I know that you are. Just ask her out and like tell be honest with whoever whatever missionary organization you're working with. this. like I understand there's a dating fast. I'm dating this girl and I love her and I think that, you know, I need to pursue my vocation. So should I not pursue my vocation when I work for you or should I like it, help me understand that. Yeah. Because if they're really authentically plugged in with the Catholic worldview, they know that vocation is what drives mission. Yes. They know that you want you want, right.
2: You, you want to know what the real
3: culture project is?
2: Get married, yeah. have babies. That's the real culture project.
3: Right. It's like the.
2: the... <laughs> I met a culture. I met a culture project missionary in Pittsburgh, and I said I did something kind of mean. I was like, "So you, they like, like, what do you do?'" And she's like, "I'm a culture project missionary." I was like, "Oh, cool, cool." So, how's the culture? <laughs> <laughs>
3: how's that project going? Yeah, what's that, How's that it was project? supposed you to be guys, turned in last week? You guys, guys uh... fixing it? Yeah? <laughs> Yes. Fix the culture. Um, nah, they're but, great. They're yeah. I would just ask this girl out and honestly, like I I am pro people working for missionary organizations, but if it's like such a huge sticking point that they're like not going to hire you because you're dating this girl, just move on, you know? Hey, man. And like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you date for a couple years. Maybe you date for a couple months, you break up, whatever the missionary organization will take you back. They're, they're not, uh, uh, flush with applicants yeah it's not especially men can i just <laughs> that's just
2: you're good man
3: you're good so
2: if you know the story won, of the guy in the flood the boat and story dude you can, yeah. you, can you can you can you can market that it's like eight different talks you know you're good you're
3: good i'm sorry i think people need to be more willing to be like to break the rules you know there's two we got too many freaking Miranda Cosgroves that listen to this podcast, right? Yeah. They're just talking
2: you, about, they're they're hanging out with their their big brother, Spencer, a smoothie and an ostrich, t- and they're saying the F word on TikTok.
3: You need to be more of a Sam and less of an iCarly. Okay? Like, you need to be hitting people with butter socks. You need <laughs> to be uh, kissing your friend, Freddie, just to get your first kiss, you know, because you secretly like him, but you don't actually, but you're not going to say, like, I, it's so crazy that God put us both on this, you know. On this fire escape. escape <laughs> right now. You know, like that's you you just need to go for it and so i just like there's this weird thing that like christianity is associated with like, being being good you know it's like the whole this is like a kind of a meme and i and i don't like it sometimes but i like it also at other times which is how most things are <laughs> um the quote from aslan and the Lion, the witch and the wardrobe right yeah. is he is he safe oh he's he's good but he's not safe that's, you know like good. that's that's the invitation right is you don't need to be always up up to board, you know? Yeah. Like just freaking do what the Lord is asking you to do and sometimes you might break the rules. Remember Jesus got killed for not following the rules. It's going to look you know? it's
2: going to look great in uh retrospect and it's going to feel awful right now. Yeah. Like it's just I you could not um you could not pay me to go back to that part of my life. No. <laughs> In fact, Phoebe v- 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 and I were having a really particularly tough time. And um, I was like a professor Wait, of you're mine. Married? No way. No, 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 Before, Way before marriage. Oh, okay. we gotcha. were having a tough time before marriage. And um, one of my professors walking by, he's like, you doing okay? And I was like, yeah, but like, I don't know. My girlfriend and I are fighting. And he was like, I don't know if this is any comfort, but man, you could not pay me to go back to that. <laughs> I was like, thanks, Dr. <laughs> Dr. Safransky. What a great thing to say <laughs> to me. But I was like, no, yeah, it's it's just like this is a really hard part of your life, and um, mm-hmm. have fun, date her, you know. Obviously, it's just just I mean, I don't know what else to tell you, but what every what every man talk was in Stuenville, just sack up and do it. I don't know, like, just go talk to her. Sack up,
3: just sack up and do it. This is not related, but earlier I said that Jesus got killed for breaking the rules, and now I have this image of Caiaphas as Jorgen von Strangle appearing <laughs> next to Jesus with a big book of the rules in front of him. <laughs>
2: You're plucking Graham. You're plucking Graham on the Sabbath Timmy
3: Turner. <laughs> Why is that man carrying his pallet? <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway.
2: Fair godparents. That's crocker. Yeah. Anyway.
3: Every 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 trad is a crocker, basically. Every trad is a crocker. Liturgical abuse. Anyway. <laughs> um. uh, is this Nick- <laughs> is a very Nick-heavy episode, um, which I love. Thank you uh, to the to kids choice awards.
2: Thank you to the kids choice awards for sponsoring us for best podcast.
3: To all you Chester McBadBats out there. Keep it cool. Uh, <laughs> keep those braces on um, my shiny teeth and me. Shiny teeth, shiny teeth, uh, patreon.com slash the Crunch, facebook.com slash groups slash the crunchcast, discord link in description. I'll also put the link to that article that we talked about in the description. Patrick, do you have anything else for the people? When
2: you were going to go hang out with your boys and your wife asked you to come home because she hadn't seen you all day and she missed you, that is the real marital debt.
3: (laughs) Thank you all for listening. Please pray for us. We'll be praying for you and we'll see you all next week.